The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Riz Nation? This is your host, David Williams, along with Sam Bruski, and welcome to Hoop Ball Grizz. All right, guys, we're coming to you, bringing you the weekend episode. We're going to do a little bit of post game on the uh, Grizzlies' loss to the Jazz, and then we're going to preview the four upcoming games for the next week. Memphis lost 126 to 112 against the Jazz last night, falling to 6 and 16 on the season. I actually didn't get an opportunity to watch this game. I was at work, and work was bonkers. Generally, I can get a a little bit of time in at work, but it just was not happening. I didn't get my break till late. Sam, uh, Sam got to watch the game. Got to catch most of it. It was uh, hmm interesting. I can yeah. definitely say that it was interesting. Yeah, that's the best word you got for it. Is interesting. Well, it, no defense. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that seems to be. Um, Seems to be an issue around the league. That's what we were just, uh, as we were preparing for the show, we had the uh, Denver Nuggets-Brooklyn Nets game on. Mm. And um, I'm not even sure that Denver can spell defense at this point. So They forget the D in defense, so it's defense, and then they're non-effective. Trash. We'll jump into the, the box score a little bit here. Jay Crowder uh, had 13 points, two rebounds, three assists, and three steals. He shot 30% from the field. Jaron Jackson had a pretty decent game. He had mm-hmm. 26 points. Uh, he He's filled up the stat sheet. He didn't have a ton of rebounds, but 26 points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. He shot three for nine from three. He's been shooting the ball well from deep all year long. And he wasn't in foul trouble until the fourth quarter. And he only had four fouls, so. Yeah, when he gets to stay on the floor, Mm -hmm. he produces. Seems to be trending in the right direction. Um, The last few games, he's been doing a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And he started off the season awful in foul trouble. Seemed like every single game. It was every game. At the beginning of the year. And he's made the adjustments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's what what you like to see as a, a guy that is going to be a franchise player, a cornerstone in what you're building here. I'm glad to see him trending in the right direction. JV had a rough game, and I saw Sam tweeted out that uh, he was in foul trouble. I saw he only had four, but did he get them early in the game? Oh, he had three before halftime. Oh, did he? Yep. Yeah, I wonder his stat line kind of shows that he was a uh, 10-6 mm-hmm. and a block. But he was five for five. I ain't going to hate. Yeah. I am going to hate. I need 20 and 20 every day. <laughs> 20 and 20. Oh, not, not a strong game from him. Dylan Brooks. Uh, he didn't shoot bad from the field. He was four for nine from the field, but he didn't make a single three. I'll, I'll go. I'll get back to him. We'll finish up everybody else, and I want to go back to Dylan. Uh, Grayson Allen had 13 points. He shot the ball well. He was six for nine from the field. Tyus Jones actually had a decent shooting game. He had nine points, one rebound, seven assists, three steals. I like the defensive numbers, even though defense was an issue. I, I like the. Mm-hmm. I like the. You know, he he's getting in those passing lanes for sure. Oh, um DeAnthony Melton, six, three, three, and two. I still want to see him get more playing time. He I should am, start. 
Yeah, but while he, John Moran is out, I would like to see DeAnthony mm-hmm. get the start. Yep. It's probably not going to happen, but I I just I want to see more of him and I think that he will produce if they give him that opportunity. I don't think it's going to be an issue of if he's going to produce, it's when is a like when does the coaching staff give him the opportunity to go out there and play more because Every time he's been on the floor, he's produced. So if you guys are listening, that means tomorrow. Tomorrow. Means tomorrow. We need to see it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Let's go. Um, so back to Dylan Brooks. Over his last three games, Dylan Brooks plus minus is negative 42. Boo, boo, poo, poo. He's been the X Factor this year. I know... Early in the season, and I think that it still is true to this point. I should have I should have looked into this before the podcast, and I didn't. But for the majority of the season, Dylan Brooks scores twenty points. The Grizzlies win. If I'm not mistaken, the Grizzlies are undefeated when Dylan Brooks scores twenty or more. I I know for certain that that was a fact a couple weeks ago. I, I didn't look into I, it before. I remember when we covered that, too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think that's changed. I don't think that he scored 20 in a loss. He, man, he's just not coming out every night and, and doing what you want to see. You, you don't, you'll get a game where he's 18, 19 points or someone he's scoring 20. Then he just goes ghost. I don't get it. I I can't wrap my mind around what's going on with him. I don't. What, was he in foul trouble last night? I didn't watch the game to know if he no, was in he foul was. trouble. I didn't think he was. No, he only had one. Okay, so yep. he he was not in foul trouble. He just, you know, your your shooting guard going over five from three, and if this was a one time thing, okay, I wouldn't be making a big deal out of it. It's a every other game thing. The the consistent thing from him is being a ghost. He will have good games, and then he's 0 for 5 from 3 with 10 points, and he's negative 21. You can't do it. You just can't. You, you've got to give some of these other guys an opportunity. If, if this is what Dylan is going to be, give some of these other guys an opportunity. Let's see what they can do out there. Like DeAnthony Melton. Da, exactly. Da, da, da. Exactly. I don't know that maybe DeAnthony can play the two guard and play it well. I don't know. We, I have zero doubt that we will find out from him what he is made of. As well as he's played in this short sample size, mm-hmm. he's got to see more playing time. Yep. We'll move on from that game again. The, the final score, uh, Jazz 126, Grizzlies 112. Uh, six and sixteen on the season, as we knew heading into this season, it was going to be a rough season. It, it is one of the youngest teams in the NBA, packed full of first and second year guys. You've got a couple veterans. Didn't expect to see the Grizzlies win thirty games this year. I'm okay with it. Let's just find some wins where we can get them. Journey to thirty five. That's yeah. the that's the goal. Journey to thirty five. They they better figure something out quick <laughs> if they're if they're getting there. 
All right, so let's move on to uh, next week. They have four games again. It, December is a busy month for the Grizzlies. They have four games every week except for one. It's an action-packed month. Great time. Great time to be a, um, a Grizzlies fan or a basketball fan in general. There's lots of basketball in December. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the Christmas games. No Grizzlies on Christmas, but we told you before, we love basketball. Don't have to work. Lay on the couch, hold it down, watch basketball all day. I don't know if it gets any better than that. Hot cocoa. I'm gonna pass on that. Oh no. Yep, I'm out, I'm out on that one. So game one Monday night, they play at Golden State. Golden State won the first game this year, and I, man, I don't know how Golden State has practically died. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's an understatement right there. Just plagued with injuries. Curry falls down, breaks his wrist, just devastates my fantasy team. So sad. And then Draymond Green, and some of his stuff may may be phantom injuries because they're Mm -hmm. tanking. I was about to say, we've already talked about this. You know how I feel about that. There's two real injured players on that team, and that's it. It, Only two. Clay, Clay and Steph are out. It's going to be scary. Next year, the way that this is heading, the Golden State Warriors are going to get two perennial all-stars back on their roster, and they're in line to get a top five freaking pick in the draft. (laughs) That's why I hate this stupid lottery system. It's dumb. Yeah, it is going to work that way, isn't it? Yeah. I was about to say, well, no, but yeah, it will. It doesn't matter if you tank, though, but yeah, they're going to be, yeah. Their their right. record, you're it, right. It, yeah, you're they're right. in line to get it, and yeah. s- we'll see. M- maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they get unlucky in the lottery and they end up outside of the top ten. It's not likely, but maybe we can keep our fingers crossed because yeah. the hate runs deep. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see them being awful, but I also hate it at the same time because. Of what, how this could turn out for them. Well, remember last year, they projected the Grizzlies to get like eighth pick, and they got second. So, I mean, it could really be something. Yeah. And then yep. it could be nothing. And D'Angelo Russell has been, been missing time. And again, it's, it is part of the tank. They can call it whatever they want to call it. They can say, rah, rah, rah. I'm, I'm not trying to listen to it. Shut nope. up, Steve Kerr. You're completely overrated. You're only winning because of the teams that you have. Mm-hmm. And this year's proven it. It's proven it. Yeah. All right. I'm done. I'm not going to go off about Steve Kerr. I was Steve about Kerr. to say, I could go on for hours about that. But I just, a coach that has an all-star team that's winning games, you're not even the best coach on your staff. Do not gas this man up. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Who's right. the best? This I got to know now. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Best coach on that staff. Amen. So uh, the Grizzlies-Warriors head-to-head matchup. The um, Sam, you had that one, didn't you? Warriors versus Grizz. All-time. All-time head-to-head. All-time, I do. And the Warriors lead it 48-42. to 48-42. The first game of this season, I didn't even say that the Grizzlies lost. It was 114-95 to at home. It was November the 19th. It, it was terrible, man. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies the just day, played bad. The day after my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that 
the Grizzlies kind of done what teams do to them this year. They look at the roster and they're like, um, yeah, I don't think we really have to play hard. And they came out they, flat. They did. They looked awful. And and Golden State just came out and smacked them in the mouth. Draymond Green almost had a triple double. He was a bucket away from I a triple double. I couldn't remember if he played in that or not. Yeah, yep. he, he did. And he played. He played well. Draymond is not a big scoring guy. He he does the dirty stuff. And he done it very, very well in that game. Yeah. He was uh, eight points, eight, eleven, and eleven, I think, or eight, ten, and eleven. I say one, one bucket away from a triple double. Draymond played well. JV and Jaron in that game played awful, and Fresh. I didn't really. The Golden State Warriors, uh, Willie Cauley Stein was out in that game. They don't really have a big man. I was trying to think who was their big man in that, but was it well, Looney? No, Looney was out too, wasn't yeah, he? Yep. It well, was who played Dr- the big man? I think Draymond started at the five. Honestly, I do. I do remember that now because Draymond grabbed Jonas's uh, thumb, his left thumb. I do yeah. remember that now. They were in the paint and he grabbed it and Jonas yelled at the ref saying he was grabbing it. I remember that now. Yeah, and that's the injury to his thumb happened. Against Golden State in, when he was with Toronto. Yep, Draymond Green in. injured. Yep, yep, yep. he sure so, did. I, I just, JV and Triple J in that game combined for 15 points against a team that doesn't have a big man. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, one of the best defenders in the league, but just in size alone, if you give JV the ball on the block against Draymond Green, JV should be able to dominate him. It he should have dropped forty in that game. Should have him and Jerem should have combined for a, a hundred points between the two of them. That'd been great. Yeah, well, I may be exaggerating slightly. Nope, you can't take it back now. That's fine. <laughs> I'm I'll I'll stand by it. They 100. don't really have a big man. They no should I shut agree. those guys down. Mm-hmm. And that's Golden State has had some young guys show up this year. Uh, Eric Pascal has been playing great. Good name. There. If he if he keeps up his pace, he's got to be in the talks for Rookie of the Year. Hmm. He has to. Mm-hmm. He's got to be mentioned. Obviously, I don't think that he's done enough to surpass Ja. You're just not going to convince me of that. If he continues to produce at the level that he's producing, it would be a crime to not include him in the Rookie of the Year race. Well, in that, the, that game is Monday. Hope the Grizzlies find a way to beat them. I, the Grizzlies should not have lost that first game to them. Everybody was healthy in that game. They just took them lightly. They did not go into the game. The Grizzlies didn't go into that game with fire. It showed on the floor. They came out flat. Golden State came out, punched them in the mouth, and the Grizzlies never recovered from it. Game two is Wednesday. It is in Phoenix. The Grizzlies are still on this uh, pretty long road trip. They finally make it back home on Friday. I'm sure they're going to be glad to be back home. The Suns won the first matchup this year. It was a close game. It was 114-105. to The last 10 games between these two teams has been a split. It's been 5-5. Five and five. The Suns... I th- they're just playing well this year. Mm-hmm. I've I've mentioned this on Twitter. Every time I look at Kelly Oubre's stat line <laughs> as compared to Dylan Brooks, I look at the front office and I'm like, what in the H were you doing? 
there was a trade that would have sent Kelly Oubre to the Grizzlies. I remember. It was Marshawn Brooks, and they're like, oh, we thought you were talking about Dylan Brooks. And then the Grizzlies front office were like, mm, nah, we're not going to send Dylan Brooks for Kelly Oubre. I would have. Wrong answer, man. Kelly Oubre is wrecking. Kelly, I, was, I remember that. I was very kind of hesitant about it at first, but I mean, looking at it now, what he, well, he even played, last year, even last year, he played you with him, the biggest freaking ball hogs in the league in Washington, and he was still producing. And I know that you love John Wall and Bradley Bill. I, was I know about that to say you do. something, but no, go ahead, go go ahead. No, you're fine. Well, yeah, nope. They no, are. Do you disagree that they're no? Ball I don't hogs? disagree. I don't disagree, but you don't you don't call them out on social media. <laughs> <laughs> they, those guys are ballers. John Wall and Bradley Bill, they have the skill set to deserve to be ball hogs. But in that offense, when those two guys are healthy, there's not a third option. That was the problem with Otto being there too. Yeah, and. At that that I was so happy. I know this is about the Grizzlies, but I was so happy when Otto got traded to the Bulls because I'm like, oh my God, he's finally going to get playing time. So, and thank the got, Lord. He he got playing time, but I when he's healthy, well, per, playing producing time. There yeah, we go. He's actually going to get an opportunity to to touch the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You just have to know if you're on the team with John Wall and Bradley Bill. That there's no third option. You're just getting scraps, yeah. essentially. And and I'm not. That's not a dig. I mean, it kind of is a dig. I love those guys. Like I said, they have the talent to do that. They have the ability to be like, hey, I'm the best player on the team. I'm gonna take my shots. You just got to deal with it. And the coaching staff, the front office, they don't have a problem with it because they know that Bradley Bill and John Wall are ballers. Kelly Oubre, when he got on the floor, he was he had I think he averaged like twelve or thirteen points mm-hmm. on a team when he wasn't getting the ball. Yep, he wasn't one of the scoring options. He could steal it though. He yeah, could steal it, and he's blocking stuff. Good defender, good rebounder. I feel like that's a big fat L for the Grizzlies mm-hmm. not making that trade. I liked Kelly Oubre. I wasn't really sure about Dylan Brooks. I like Dylan. I've mentioned it. I still think that Dylan will end up being a first-time all-defensive player just because of the intensity he plays with on the defensive end. But if you're asking me right now, right now, who do I want, Kelly Oubre or Dylan Brooks? The answer is 100,000% Kelly Oubre. Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. So we'll go back to the game. 114-105, Suns won the first game. The one big thing that the Suns are missing, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines played a huge role in that game. Aaron yep. Baines played very, very, very well against the Grizzlies in that game. The Suns are not playing well at home this year. They're 5-7 and seven at home. They're 3-7 and seven over their last 10, so they're not playing good basketball. They're missing Baines. DeAndre Ayton, roid user, is suspended. Cheater. Yep. <laughs> Stay out of the league, kick him out, right meow. Gone. Uh, I don't. It wasn't. It was. Um, wasn't it his wasn't steroids. No, his was um, a diuretic. I think his oh. was like. Who had the marijuana then? I don't even. I don't know. Did somebody get suspended for that? Yeah, I think the, it was like John Collins or something, wasn't it? No, Collins was. Uh, or maybe human it was Wilson. Growth. Maybe it was Wilson Chandler then. 
may have been. Doesn't matter. This is yeah. Grizzly podcast. This isn't. We're not the yeah, FBI. We're not. We're not know. covering everybody. I don't care about that. I have I'm no just, idea. Sons Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are going up again. The Grizzlies are not healthy. Ja is still out. Brandon's still out. But the Suns are not going to have an answer down low. They're missing their two big guys in Baines and Aiton. So hopefully the big men can eat. Feed, feed the big man, Jonas, JV, feed him 50 and 50. <laughs> uh, after Wednesday, the Grizzlies finally make it back home. They're playing Friday night against the best team in the league. The Bucks. The Bucks have won 14 in a row. Smashed. They are tied with the Lakers for the best record in basketball. And in my opinion, they're deeper than the Lakers. Their bench is better than the Lakers bench. You have you have a solid starting five, just like the Lakers. You don't have the names, and you have Giannis, and then you have guys like Who? Bloodsoe. Who? And I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> if you don't know who Giannis is, I need you to clock out and go home. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Bloodsoe, Giannis, Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Then you have the other Lopez boy coming off the bench. Robin. Yeah. They're the Bucks are just a deep team. They have they have guys on their bench that are starters on other teams. I don't they're they're gonna be tough to beat. Yeah. They got they got outed in the playoffs last year, and it seems like Giannis is playing with a whole different. He's got a mindset. chip on his shoulder yeah, now, man. Like he he he's pissed off, and he's come to show the world, hey, I'm about to break your face. Yeah, we we are we're coming to take over. The Grizzlies will have a lot of work to mm. win this game. I said the the Bucks have won their last 14 straight, playing at a super high level. I don't I don't know if the Grizzlies have an answer. I don't know who guards Giannis. Because if it, it, if Jaron, I know that that's the matchup. I just worry about foul trouble with Jaron. Yeah, I think that you will see Bruno play some extended minutes here. Think of that because of Bruno's links. Does anybody really have an answer for Giannis though? The Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers, man, have an answer because when when say. they when the Raptors switched Kawhi to guarding Giannis full time. Kawhi shut him down. Because there it went. Yeah. But overall, there's not there's a few players in the league that you can put on him defensively that are really going to m- mess him up. Mm-hmm. He's just that good. He's just a, a transcending talent. You know, he, he is going to produce. Obviously, I would love to see the Grizzlies bust up their winning streak. That'd I don't be know how great. Many, how many games... Do you know how many games the Bucks have leading up to uh, the matchup on Friday? Man, I can tell you here in just a split second. All right. Sam's going to pull that up. In order for the Grizzlies to win that game, you're going to have to have – Jaron's going to have to play good defense on Giannis and stay out of foul trouble. And you're going to need your bench to produce. You're going to need guys like Goodrich and Grayson Allen and Solomon Hill – you're going to need those guys to come out and play quality minutes. It's like any given Sunday, right? That's It's a football movie. Mm-hmm. But the premise is any team on any day can beat anybody. If you're having a good game, you can beat 
regardless, these guys are all it's a true statement. Elite talent. If you're in the NBA, you're elite talent. If you're the sixteenth man that's you know, never sees any time, there's not sixteen men on. If you're the fifteenth man that plays in the G League all the time, you're still talented. So any given day, any of these teams can win. Mm-hmm. How many games do the Bucks? They play have? two. They play Orlando tomorrow and New Orleans on Wednesday. So the Bucks could be on a sixteen game winning streak coming into Memphis. Yeah. I want to see the Grizzlies grind one out, old school grit and grind. I know we're Grizz next gen now, but defensive minded game, low scoring. Grizzlies bust up this Bucks winning streak, bring it into to Memphis sixteen game win streak. The Grizzlies have been good at ruining things this year. They have Mike Conley's return. My hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thirty five wins isn't going to happen. <laughs> Uh, get out of here, Sam. <laughs> oh, but I, I think the Grizzlies have played well at home this year. If they're going to beat the Bucks, it's going to have to be at home. I don't see them. The Grizzlies just don't have the roster man to man to match up against the Bucks to go and beat them at home. It would have to be one of those any given Sunday days. Yeah, you know, that's just any given Friday. That's what right. that's what this Friday is going to be. Any, any, given, any given Friday, let's go. Yeah. Oh, last game of the week. We'll move on from the Bucks game. Bucks can come in sixteen and zero against the Grizzlies team. Grizzlies going to play well. Bust up that win streak. Hopefully, let's go. Let's go. JV is going ham on Lopez. Fifty and fifty. Sam's dreaming again. Although he did say forty and twenty the other day, and JV got he, scary oh, close. He, he did. It was. Uh, yeah. 32 and 11. No, 32 and 15, excuse me. Yeah. yeah he was close. Yeah, he was he was pushing. I'm like, Sam, you're dreaming. It's never going to happen. Yeah, and then we get to the third close. quarter, and I'm like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Let's it go. happens. I was going nutty. Last game of the week, they play at home. It's a back-to-back. It is against the Ball Hog Wizards. The Ball Hog, well, one of them still there. Excuse me. I was about to say, Johnny ain't playing this year. That's right. John Wall has fallen off the face of the planet. Shout out to Johnny. What's up, man? Man, I think people forget how good he is. He's great. John Wall, they, I know that he's been, he's been injured. He's had a rough streak here mm-hmm. with injuries. I, I've said before, early in the year watching Ja, he is the fastest guy with the ball that I've seen in the NBA outside of John Wall. John Wall just has another gear. He doesn't have any gears right now because he can't stay healthy. Leave him but alone. When, when he is healthy, he can cross half court, and in a split second, he's at the rim. Ja has the same gear. I'm, I hope John Wall. I'm Look, shout out, John. Hoping for the best. What's up, man? Hope you come back healthy and you're killing it. You're on my fantasy team when we're doing keepers, and you're my keeper. So do do great, do great things. I need you next year. Two wins in a row. Let's go. The last game versus the Wizards. It was last year. JV had a pretty good game. It was twenty-two and eight, and we run into the same thing that we talked about uh, against the Warriors. The Wizards are without a big man. Thomas Bryan is out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long. Have you seen any reports on how long he's going to be out? Not. I can bring that up here in just a There's, second, too. Mo Wagner has been seen uh, playing time down there. Bertans. Yeah, and Bertans, he's a perimeter guy. He shoots the ball from deep pretty well. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a true big man. 
And I feel like the Grizzlies should exploit that. When they don't have somebody, you have two guys, Jaron Jackson and JV. Jaron can obviously shoot the ball from three. He, well, he just, he is the best three-point shooter on the Grizzlies. I think it's safe to say that at this point. I don't think that you can really name anybody that's going to be a better three-point shooter than Jaron on the Grizzlies roster right now. But he can do it with his back to the basket, too. Mm -hmm. And JV has proven time and time again that he can do it. When you have two bigs that can score with their back to the basket, I know the game is transitioning to more threes. I know what, what they're doing in the game. I watch the games. I watch a ton of basketball. But growing up, the coaches, if you have a mismatch, if you have something that you know is a clear advantage for you, you keep doing it until they stop it. Give it to Jaron. Give it to JV with their back to the basket on the block and just wear these guys out down low. Both of those guys are good passers. If they start dropping down double teams, it's going to leave somebody open for a perimeter shot. Drop it down to them. If they're getting double teamed and they don't have the shot, they can kick it out. But I think that the Grizzlies need to hammer on this. The Wizards are not a good team this year. Not at all. Bradley Bill is a superstar. And so whatever whatever games the Wizards win this year, it's going to be because of the talent of Bradley Bill carrying them. They've got some young guys. Rui Hashimura is another guy that's not really getting a ton of hype in Rookie of the Year conversation. But especially with Thomas Bryant out now, Rui has been stepping it up. Rui's another Gonzaga guy. He comes from Brandon and Brandon Clark and Rui Hashimura played together at Gonzaga. That's a scary college team. You look at what those guys are doing in the NBA this year. No kidding. You know, that's <laughs> that's two massive talents on mm-hmm. a on a college team. And it showed the the, the Zags were a, a great team last year. Bradley Bill carrying that team. So as if I'm coaching the Grizzlies, my game plan is this. Drop kick Bill in the face. Yeah, we're take gonna, him out. <laughs> as, we're gonna put in not literally, but we're we're putting in John Conchar at the start of the game, and we're karate chopping Bradley <laughs> Bill on then, the tip. Conchar <laughs> just gonna take off running across Superman punch. <laughs> Bow. Right in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course we're we're, we're we're kidding. We're kidding. I'm not about that. I'm I. That's awful, man. I do not go for the dirty player stuff. I can't stand it. But my game plan, if if I'm a if I'm the coach for the Grizzlies, I'm feeding the big guys, man. That's right. I, Jaron and JV, give them the ball down low, and make this undersized Wizards team. Make them stop it. Until they prove they can stop it, just keep exploiting it. You take high percentage shots down low with the big guys, you're going to make those more often than these guys are slinging up threes. Yep. You might end up in a hole early if they're hot, but over the course of the game, if you continue to exploit the mismatches down there, I think it's going to work out in your favor. Thomas Bryant's out for at least three weeks. Three weeks. Yep. So he's this was, so he's at least two more weeks. So he's one hundred percent not oh, going to be yep. playing out in this game completely. I didn't know if it was a possibility for him to come back. No, nope, he's not. being reevaluated in three weeks. So it says here. So and the last I saw on Jaws, he's still week to week with the back spasms. Yep. 
Brandon Clark's oblique is still giving him fits, so he's not he's not coming back. I don't know that we'll see those guys this week. Don't rush it. Don't no. I, I I won't dig into that too far. But don't rush these guys back. There's no reason to risk an injury that's going to plague them for their career in the season that the Grizzlies are having. Let these guys get healthy, and we'll get the excitement whenever they get healthy. I'm still enjoying watching. When when John Morant plays, you're guaranteed that you're going to have one play every single night that is just going to wow you. It's At gonna least be, one. It's like, when is it going to happen? And you're sitting on the edge of your seat, and you're watching this game, waiting for that moment, waiting for Ja to explode to the rim, waiting for Ja to drive hard to the basket, and he drives Brandon open, he throws an oop, and Brandon jams it down. You're waiting for that one moment. Even with Ja Moran out, the Grizzlies have still been fun to watch. They don't have that explosive... You're not expecting that one just spectacular highlight play from the Grizzlies. But guys are still producing. that, And, man, competing. You could see that these guys, they, they want to go out there. They want to fight. They want to win. You can see it in them. Got some inconsistencies. We knew there was going to be inconsistencies. Moving forward, when Ja and Brandon both get healthy, Kyle Anderson's still having some issues. I think that we'll probably see Kyle back at some point this week because he was moved from out to questionable. Maybe he comes back later in the week. And Kyle's another playmaker on the floor. He's not he's not going to be a 20-point guy, but he can create for these other guys. Looks awkward doing it, but it's Kyle. It's what he does, and... I'm I'm fine with how he does it. It doesn't have to be smooth and fluid. If it's effective, that's all I care. And when he's out there, he's producing. It is effective. Sam. Yo. You ready for your JV fact of the day? I am. You got it today. I think so. Oh, he it's, thinks so. Well, it's not like as good as the dancing one, but it's still pretty good. But when he was 13 years old, he was 6'7". At 13? At 13. Man. That's a it's big a, boy. 13 is like, what, 7th grade? Mm, yeah. Yeah, 7th, 8th grade? Mm-hmm. Imagine a 7th or 8th grader at six foot seven. I wouldn't want to imagine that. I ain't playing basketball with him. He ought to. Unless they on my team. Dominate, yeah. Talking about feed, feed the bigs. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at, man. All right, that is the JV six foot seven at thirteen. Six seven at thirteen. Man, I, don't, I think I was like four foot seven at thirteen. I don't even know if I was that <laughs> tall. All right, guys, that's all we got for today. I'm gonna hit you up the bruise letter, guys. We've talked about it over the last couple shows. You go to the website; it's hoop ball dot com. Again, hoop ball dot com. You enter your email address. You sign up. It's right there at the bottom. It takes 10 seconds, and you're getting high-quality information from our leader here at Hootball, Mr. Aaron Brewski. He puts these out every week. Last week, the the Bruise Letter covered all 30 teams, all 30 teams. 30 of them. If you're a basketball guy, there's no reason not to get this information. 100% free. takes 10 seconds to sign up for it. You won't regret it, man. Hoop-ball.com. Sign up for the newsletter. 
Sam, where can we find you, man? On Twitter, it is Sammy B eleven eighteen. That is a capital S, lowercase A M M Y, capital B one 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 eight. And I am at Dwill twenty one eleven. The show is at Hootball Grizz. Come find us, guys. We love conversation. Look us up. Yep. That's Be all like we got. Nike and just do it. Just do it. All right. Until next time. Go Grizz. Go Grizz. Jaeger. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.